Ashley Pierce and Ashley McBride and some of the most talented women in country radio right now. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. Good morning to you, Daniel. Well, if you're a talented singer, uh, being on the radio must be a real treat. But sometimes people are good singers that probably uh, don't get the glamorous jobs that a lot of professionals, musicians get. Uh, a zoo manager in the United Kingdom that hired a Marvin Gaye impersonator to perform hits like... Let's get it on to get their monkeys in the mood. He's even performing inside the enclosure. The zoo director said, we thought it could be a creative way to encourage our females to show a little affection to males. And so the zoo's got this guy, Marvin Gaye impersonator, inside of this enclosure performing for the monkeys. So that they mate? Correct. So many things are bad about this. So, so many things are terrible to do. Why, why, why would they do this? Do monkeys know about, do they care about music? Do they process it the way we do? I don't think so. I think just a male monkey sees another monkey that's a lady and goes, hey, I think I'm going to try to get with that monkey. We, they don't need some guy in there dressed up singing. But apparently, like, the, the dudes aren't into the lady monkeys. Or something's wrong because if they're having to hire somebody in there to get them going... They said it's a creative way to encourage our females to show a little affection to the males. Oh, so They're trying to the, encourage the females. Oh, the females hate the dude monkeys. I guess. Maybe, 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 this know, would maybe they, the male monkeys aren't doing housework, not being affectionate. Maybe now the female monkeys resent those male monkeys, and they've got a man dressed up in the enclosure singing to them. That's a, that could be a disaster. Monkeys don't like us very much. You remember that story I told you about being a kid at the zoo? We were on a field trip. And the zookeeper, there was the uh, chimpanzees, orangutans, whatever they are, were all in this cage together. And the uh, zoo director brought out a thing of cupcakes, a tray of cupcakes, maybe like 15 cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And he brings those cupcakes out, and those monkeys see it, and they're like, ah, pff, you know, pff, you know, waving, you know, <laughs> being so nice, like pff, blowing them kisses and all that, doing that thing, like. Pff, ah. Those monkeys saw that the cupcakes were running low. Mm-hmm. And I hand to God, Tig, the minute he passed the last cupcake into that cage, those sons of bees went nuts. They're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill this guy. <laughs> so what's going to yeah, happen? They, they, they don't. When you got this guy dressed up as Marvin Gaye inside the enclosure, the minute they're finished making love, they're going to turn on this poor guy. See, yeah, like... Music does a lot of things for us all. Like, music can invoke nostalgia for it. You remember a time in your life when that song came out, and then you have a good memory of it. Or even uh, a current song, it puts you in a good mood. I don't know about music working for... They're, mo- they're monkeys. They don't like <laughs> they, don't... Mu- they don't know what music is. All they care about is bananas and doing it. <laughs> it's it's 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Dana. Luke Bryan on 98.5 The Bull. Uh, Daniel, I've got sort of a Tig and Daniel exclusive this morning. Inside information on what the heck's going on out there. An exclusive? Yes. Oh my uh, gosh. We, we're very powerful, and uh, we get the news first. It's 98.5 The Bull. Time for Did You See, brought to you by Daniel's dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougal at Hugh McDougal Dentistry. About 800 Tulsans are without power this morning. And uh, you go, well, it's it's not snowing. It doesn't seem to be too windy. So what the heck's going on? I've got the inside scoop. Let, well, what is it, please? Uh, they don't know. Oh, that was the... That's the end of the report. Well, that's worrisome. 
Well, that could take days if they have no idea what's going on. It could be a transformer or something, so they're out there kind of investigating, so a lot of people are waking up without power this morning. Did you have power at your place? Oh, yeah. And your brother-in-law, he's, would you call him a lineman? He works on electric poles He works for the power company. I don't know if he's quite a lineman, but he, you know, they go out, like, say somebody hits a telephone pole, they're they're the people that go out and fix that. He told me something that I never uh, knew, and I thought this was fascinating. Have you ever noticed your power goes out? And then maybe 10 seconds later, it comes on for a minute. Yeah. And then it goes back out. And then maybe 10 seconds later, it comes back on. He said that's the uh, computer system power grid or whatever, trying to uh, see where the problem is and see if it can reconnect all the power. And on the third shot, if it goes on and goes off, then you're just done. Does that make sense? The computer's trying to reconnect the power, but if it tries three times and can't, now they're going to send the crew out to find out what the problem is. Like it and sends so that out would a little t- burst of electricity? Is that what you're saying? That's I right. And so once the third one happens, he said, that's when you're going to be without power because something's wrong on the grid. Well, I wonder what happened with the computer this morning then. I don't know. Also, did you see this? That uh, Daniel, some guys, they decided, uh, they're like, hey, we're criminals. We'd like to make some money. And they, uh, where did they choose to um, break into? A dispensary again. Oh, again? Yeah. I got to tell you, I wouldn't even own a dispensary because they constantly get broken into. These guys, by the way, you got to you gotta follow the Tulsa Police Department on Facebook if you don't because they're actually really good at, like, posting, hey, check this out. And then it helps them with identifying people and stuff. And uh, these guys, they decided to break into a, a local dispensary, uh, dispensary here in town, Admiral and 69th East Avenue. And how did they get in there? Like, if you had to guess, how would a criminal get in there? I'm going to predict through the roof somehow. Uh, no. They did more like a, a Shawshank Redemption thing. And they, they dug a tunnel? They cut a hole into the wall. Oh, 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 oh. And uh, they went in. And so you think after all that work, like, you know, we're going to get the good stuff. They took all the CBD oil. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> like, why didn't they take the weed? I have no idea. Maybe they were in a panic. Well, it's on the uh, Tulsa Police Department's Facebook page, and they are running amok. You can kind of tell they're in a hurry and stuff. Also, on a a sadder note, did you see that um, the family of Bob Saget, host of America's Funniest Home Videos, and then he was on Full House, and, you know, he died in his sleep, and people, people, I I don't know what it is, but when celebrities die, suddenly we all kind of go, ooh, Maybe an overdose or something, right? Well, when anyone dies, everybody wonders what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Is that wrong to do, by the way? I think so, but... Well, why do you think it's wrong to do that? Well, he was challenged, wasn't he, he earlier had, in his he life? He had some addictions in his past, yeah, yeah, sure. And so you go, oh, man, did he, like, fall off the wagon or something? But, uh, no, they say that after investigating this that no alcohol, no drugs, but there was evidence that he hit his head really hard. Ugh. And, um, you know, I'm a big college football fan like a lot of you guys are, and I've seen college football quarterbacks get sacked and take a head-to-head helmet tackle, and the quarterback will get up and then go line up with the other team. I mean, these head injuries can be pretty traumatic, and what they think happened is he hit his head. I don't know if that means in the shower or somewhere in the hotel room. Probably was dazed and went to bed, and that was it. So that's the latest there. Well, great. Now I'm going to be paranoid about hitting my head yeah. for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's a big deal. You know how he he wasn't elderly at all, but 
we all worried about um, people falling and breaking hips. And when you get older, and I don't think that was his case, but obviously falling can be traumatic and burdensome on a body. Have you ever hit your head so bad you uh, were knocked out, knocked unconscious? Not not that bad, but I've I've hit my head enough to where I know that I was affected for like an afternoon. Really? Yeah. They say in this uh, new Jackass movie, Johnny Knoxville gets hit by a bull so bad that he lost consciousness and then had to go in the hospital for a few days on account of this terrible, like... For that movie? Oh, yeah, for the movie. This guy's 50 years old now, and he said, mm-hmm. he said, nope, I can't do any more stunts, guys. This is it. He, he, he's done. Of course, yeah. He's like, I can't. I just can't. I've got a wife. I've got kids now. I can't continue to do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so that's the... Um that's the rub there, apparently. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. And still to go, we got Eric Church tickets. It's 7.40 this morning. Hope you're with us. Good morning, guys. It's Thursday. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull with Morgan Wallen, Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. We made a trip to uh, Muskogee last night to thank some of the uh, frontline workers in the medical field. We went to St. Francis in Muskogee, and uh, there were uh, 400 Chick-fil-A sandwiches and uh, cookies and stuff for the frontline workers. And by the way, they were so appreciative, and I almost felt guilty about them saying thank you to me. Meanwhile, they've been on the front lines this whole time. I'm like, no, no, thank you. Well, it would be rude for them just to walk up and get a sandwich, just grunt and walk away. So they're like, oh, thank you for the sandwich. Um, We got an email that said, hey... We got just enough sandwiches for the staff of the hospital. Please, uh, you know, don't give away extras, and, and please don't take one for yourself. I got to tell you, Tig, a despicable act you did last night. You took one of those sandwiches and ate them. You stole from the frontline workers at St. Francis in Muskogee. What say you? <laughs> I got to back up. We got an email that said I was not allowed to eat the sandwiches? Not you specifically, but they sent out an email to the staff like, hey, uh, Chick-fil-A has provided, generously provided enough sandwiches just for the uh, people, you know, that work there. And you took one, Uh-oh. went to the restroom, and ate it. What a dirty <laughs> dog. <laughs> Go to the restroom. Wait, I didn't see that email. I would have never taken a sandwich. I thought, because in our careers, we've done, you know, broadcast out and about at car dealers, and they get pizzas, okay, yeah. and, you know, we always eat a slice of pizza. I thought that, I didn't know we got an email that said I couldn't eat the Chick-fil-A. No offense to car dealers. I'll steal a, a Chick-fil-A sandwich from a car dealer. I will not steal one from, however, from <laughs> frontline workers what do you steal? during the COVID pandemic. How dare you? I was kind of doing the math in my head, and I did consider it. I said, if there's not enough Chick-fil-A for the frontline workers, I won't, I won't eat but then I was kind of doing the math, and Chick-fil-A was so generous that I thought, you know, there's going to be some leftover sandwiches. And so what I did was I took one, and I went to a uh, corner you, of the hospital where nobody could see me and ate took, it. Huh? You're saying you took one. You I need to replace one. the took with I stole one from the frontline workers who were exhausted and been working their tails off. I stole from them and went and ate a Chick-fil-A sandwich. And I didn't see, since I didn't see the email that said I couldn't eat one. Okay. And I also didn't see the email where it said we couldn't, like, hook somebody up with an extra sandwich. I kept doing that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was like, hey, there's there's a lady, and uh, she works hard. I said, take two. So <laughs> both things in the email said not to do I, I was guilty of. 
Correct. Are you ashamed? Or yeah, you now I'm that? a little embarrassed. Yeah, I told you last night you stole. I, didn't, I thought you were making that up. <laughs> also, I said, hey, how often are we in Muskogee? Not very often. Why don't we go out to eat in Muskogee? And everybody that worked at the hospital there said, oh, you got to go to this place called Runt's. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm going to have to go to Runt's then. I had to argue with you about going to Runt's because you're trying to get back. And I said, no, 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 we're here in Muskogee. We better go eat Runt's. Since you had stolen the sandwich from the frontline workers at the hospital during COVID, you got to Runt's and didn't eat there. You just well, sat I had already there. Eaten that and Chick-fil-A. you disrespected the fine folks at Runt's too. <laughs> God. So I just burned everything to the you ground no in Muskogee. You are no longer welcome in Muskogee. Wow. I'm, I'm, is the, who's the, oh, look, we're on television right now. Uh, Wait. I say, we're on t- I say we're on television. They, they're they showing just the food. <laughs> we are not featured. On, oh, uh, there we are. that you? Look that, at you. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Oh. I'm still delighted to see myself on television. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're no longer going to be loud in Muskogee. I didn't mean to disrespect. I, I thought I could eat the sandwich. Also, I would have eaten at Runt's, but um, I'd already eaten that Chick-fil-A from the hospital. You were f- filled with stolen sandwich and did not care to eat at Runt's. Right. How was Runt's? Great. It was nice, wasn't it? I mean, every, everybody in there at that hospital is like, you got to go to Runt's. Got to go to Runt's. I wonder if it's because it's so close to the hospital or what's it? Oh, uh, yeah. It was is right is there like the a Runt's mafia that makes everybody say that Runt's is my favorite place? Oh, I don't think so. I think that it's uh, it, w- it wasn't that expensive, and they had like things like prime rib on the menu. It's pretty nice. I didn't taste it because I'd already eaten that sandwich. But, but I've never been to a place where everybody 100% loved a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Runt's, I think, is the Kim Jong-un of Muskogee. What do you mean? Like, you know, you're forced to say that you love Whoa. Runt's. Yeah. What do you mean forced? I think they do it on their own volition because they just think it's delicious. I don't know. All right. There you go. How would you know? You, you, And also, you know, when you're having dinner with somebody and then they get up and meander around the parking lot for about 20 I minutes. Didn't, uh, I didn't want to sit there and watch you eat because I had nothing to eat. And, uh, you know, I don't want to sit there and have small talk with you and carry yeah. on that all that nonsense you talk. Hey, listen, you crapped on runs. That's all I got to say. I didn't crap and on And you runs. crapped on those frontline nice. workers, and I'm not happy this morning. Well, you know, uh, all right, well, if you say I'm, I'm not a person who uh, disrespects I don't think I disrespected anybody. I made a mistake. I didn't know I wasn't allowed to eat the Chick-fil-A sandwich. But uh, you know who else I respect is that Emco. Those guys from Emco. Would you steal from those people? If I had 10 Chick-fil-A sandwiches and there was nine people working there, I'd eat the last one. All right. Yeah. Emco Termine Pest Control. They're all over the place, man, in this area since 1964. And I got them over there because, I, as a husband, I don't get it. I was in trouble because there was bugs in the house. I'm like, I don't own these bugs. It, you know, that's them. But I had to take care of it. Got Emco Termite Pest Control over to the house. And this is the time to actually, you think uh, Termite Pest Control, you might not think about them being able to help you with your lawn, but they can in several different ways. One is they can get rid of those winter weeds so that your lawn looks good in the spring. And two, another thing for your lawn is that mosquito treatment that you might have this wonderful backyard, maybe even a koi pond. I don't know. But you can't enjoy it if you're being eaten alive by mosquitoes. And I said to myself, I don't know how mosquito tri- – this is like a a scam. Buddy, I would go to my neighbor's house, eating alive, come back to my house. I was fine. It works. I'm telling you, MCO can save your summer. Certainly can. And you can get started like we did. MCOPC.com. That's MCOPC.com. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Uh, 
Cody Johnson. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel, 740. We've got those uh, Eric Church tickets for you. Hey, uh, Lori's calling in. Good morning. What's up? Um, well, you know, why do people have to be so rude? Oh, why do they? Tell me about what you're talking about. Well, I work at a doctor's office, and um, they act like we make them come to the doctor. They're so rude when they come in. You say hi, they don't say anything, they just stare at you. When you ask for their insurance or their ID, they <laughs> throw it at you. Oh. Um, when you have paperwork for them to fill out, well, why do I have to fill this out again? I've already filled this out. Well, it's a new year, we have to get it again. You know, constant things you have to fill out for the doctor or ask for, for your job. And people just are rude nowadays. They just don't care about other people. It's, I want it now or I wanted it yesterday. I gotta say what Lori's saying is like people are rude on top of uh, everybody having COVID. What a terrible time to work in healthcare, I imagine. Absolutely. And Lori, you said nowadays, how long have you been in the healthcare field? 26 years. And were people nicer, you say nowadays, does that mean that there's been an evolution of the, the way people respond to you when they come in? Yeah, people, um, it's just like they don't care anymore. It's, I, I think so many things bad have happened in the world that it's just like, okay, well, I'm here today. I might be gone tomorrow. So who gives a SHIT? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Spelling it out. So, and, and I, I imagine you're just under unbelievable stress as well because aren't you concerned about, like, now there's a virus out there and you're having to go in every day, right? Yes, I go in every day. Not only that, I'm a type 1, type 2 diabetic. My pancreas doesn't work anymore. I'm losing my nearsighted eyesight. And um, I have stage 2 kidney disease. However, I have been fully vaccinated, and I've had COVID three times. Man, you've uh, you've had quite the uh, last few years, it sounds like. Yeah, it's it's been rough and stressful. And I just wish people could be nicer because when you're on the other side of the patient you can't be rude you can't give attitude back um so you kind of just have to take it and move on well can really i suck. you're in the healthcare field can i ask you a question about that sure. um one of the reasons that i'm scared to go to the doctor is because i think that like if i have something going on uh that they will then what am i trying to say here like I think you're trying to say you'd rather not know. I'd rather not know in a way, but, like, I'm almost embarrassed, like, because I feel like I might be unhealthy, and I don't want to go in there and the doctor be like, you know, what's what's wrong with you? But I guess to a doctor, they see that all day, right? Like, they're not going to just remember me going in there and go, like, oh, boy, that guy, he's got something wrong with him. Oh, no. No. It, it, we get all kinds of things. Like, I, I can't really go into it, but... It's, it's from one end of the spectrum to the other. So, yeah, it's it's kind of like going to the dentist. You know, if you haven't been in a while, you're kind of like, ah, well, crap. You know, but, I mean, it is what it is. If you have something wrong with you, you need to find out and try to get it fixed. And if not, then you're healthy and you know either way. I would imagine that uh, they've seen it all, Ty. I don't think there's much you could do or show Lori that would she'd be shocked about. That's what I'm worried about. about. I'm worried that I'll go in there Absolutely and they'll go like, oh, my God. Not. Right. Nope. 
seen all right. it all. <laughs> what, what, what could you possibly have, Ty, that you would be embarrassed about? Like, uh, let's say I go in there and my blood pressure's really high. I don't you want the doctor... You think they give a rats if you have high blood pressure? There's guys coming there that say they yeah. fell on a shampoo bottle. Nobody cares about your high blood pressure. <laughs> no. Like, I'm just embarrassed, I guess, because I think I might, my health might be a little out of whack, and tell I don't want to hear about it. Tell the guy to go in there because he, quote, fell on his toothbrush, and uh, <laughs> tell him that you're embarrassed about your body. high yeah. blood pressure. Do you Even see guys it? that come in where their water works don't work anymore, and they need testosterone injections and things like that. I mean, that's, for the most part, it's not embarrassing. They need help, so they just come in for, you know, help. And, and y'all don't gossip about it in the office? That's what I'm worried about, is that I walk out of there and everybody's like, no. ah, ha, ha, ha. No, we actually have strict policies where if you're not in indirect contact with that patient, you can't tell anybody anything. All right. Well, we hope it gets better for you. Uh, I, I hate the people being rude to you. It's already a very stressful time. Maybe when this uh, finally kind of pandemic comes to an end, maybe people start being nice again. Maybe. I hope so. I hope so, too. Well, God bless you. I know that's a tough gig, man, and you've been through this uh, global pandemic that nobody warned us about. Right. Yeah, appreciate uh, it. Okay. Have a great day, guys. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Seven forty this morning, or about fifteen minutes away from Eric Church tickets. Ninety-eight-five, the Bull with Ty and Daniel. Like Shelton, there. One of his most famous songs. Uh, I'll just start off with this one. We're, we like finding covers. Well, actually, Blake Shelton's song was a cover. Old Red's a cover, and yeah. he's most. Fam- he's got a restaurant in Nashville named Old Red. I think a lot of these songs we were shocked to know that were covers. So you know this song from uh, Blake Shelton right here, of course. He's a four-legged tracking machine. You can't consider yourself mighty lucky to get past the gators and the quicksand beds. That's a cover. But all these years that I've been here and nobody got past red. Would you like to know uh, who sang, sang it first? Yeah, who originally did it? George Jones. Oh, Boss. my God. Hear the warden say, come on, somebody, why don't you run? But it wasn't a hit for George Jones, I guess. I mean, it wasn't one you associate with him, you know? Well, I wonder how that works, like where, where like, one song would be a hit at one time and then maybe a flop at another time. It it, it happens, and uh, like this one right here, this is one of the greatest songs ever, I think, and it's a cover. Here we go. I'll, I'll play the original. You know this song. My heart's on fire, fire As I look like heaven. Well, surely that's an original like Oak Ridge Boys. The Oak Ridge Boys, that's their song, that's their baby. But that's a cover? That's a cover song. It was done way before they did it. I never even heard of this guy. His name's Dallas Frazier. Everybody knows who, who everybody knows who Dallas Frazier is. Get out of here. You know, Dallas, poor Dallas, but maybe not because I'm sure he made money, right? Yeah, like he would have to get paid for that. 
So he's probably like, you know, I'm not the star here, but at least I'm getting checks in the mail for just sitting around. Well, if Dallas Frazier wrote the song, he probably made a tremendous amount of money. But if he just sang Performed it, it, probably didn't make anything. It says he wrote it. Dallas Frazier had a good gig there. Uh, Daniel, do you have one? You said? Yeah, when I was a little kid, I remember the very first monster hit that I can remember was this song. Crazy. Now that, of course, is Billy Ray Cyrus's achy, breaky heart. And you can't even think of him without that song on your mind, and that's not his. That song was so big, Ty, that I remember it being on the news. I mean, it was a phenomenon back then. And then I find out now, that's a uh, that's a cover. Here's the original by a band called The Marcy Brothers. So that's that's the one before they said achy breaking heart. But I'm sure they're sitting back watching Billy Ray Cyrus get all in the news, you know, like this again pop culture phenomenon, and they're like, Hey, what about us? Yeah. Look at me. I've got, you want to do a couple more? Oh, yes, please. All right, here, here's one that, like, this person, it's the only song that I know that she sings. It's, like, attached to her. Uh-oh, what do we got? Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Mm-hmm. Not that, her song. That's a cover? Not her song, no. It's a, it was done by the Poor Arrows. The, the Arrows. Poor Arrows? The, the name is the Arrows. I'm just calling them the oh, Poor Arrows because, okay. you know, it. they had the hit first. And I could tell it wouldn't be long till she was with me. Yeah, me. And I could tell it wouldn't be long till she was with me. If you want to become like a big singer, you could just listen to old country records and <laughs> redo it. I don't know. I've got one more if you want to hear it. Yes, please. It's not uh, it's not country, but this is a, a song that everybody knows. She again. Is, this is like if you think about the song, you think about that person. That's all you can think about. So that's Cindy Lauper. That's a cover. That's a cover? That's a cover. Get out of here. All right, it was done by it was done by a dude at first. Called Robert Hazard. Oh, Robert Hazard. Let's hear it. How about that? I'm shocked. L- let me end on this one, Ty. It's right. the uh 
Everybody knows this song. I think it was made popular by the movie Ghost. It's the Righteous Brothers' Unchained Melody. assumed that uh, the Righteous Brothers wrote that. I would be wrong. Uh, it was uh, first recorded by Todd Duncan. <laughs> it's old Todd. 1955. Todd. Todd. Here Todd. we go. Oh, my love, my darling, I've hungered for your touch alone, lonely time. It's hurting, buddy. Time can do so much for you. And I, apparently from uh, what I'm seeing here, it looks like that uh, he wrote that as a, from a point of view of somebody in prison. I and he's see. missing this lady, and that's why it's called Unchained Melody. Once he gets out of prison, he's going to go find this oh, lady. Oh, look at that. We learned something new today. So there you go. I like those. we got to find more of these covers. I'm sure everybody's bored to death with that. Uh, We're not (laughs) bored with something. Giving away Eric Church tickets coming up in about eight minutes right here on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. And uh, somebody's going to get a little fame today if you're the big winner with our Eric Church tickets. How about that? Mm. Yeah, people all over. Probably wouldn't have heard you, but we'd like to pretend to people listen, right? All right, well, maybe a few. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jessica from uh, Broken Arrow. Arrow. It's our caller number nine. Hey, good morning, Jessica. What's going on in your world today? Oh, nothing much. What do you do for a living, Jessica? Um, I work from home. Doing. Does that mean you you take care of the house, or does that mean you're working a gig while you're there? What are you doing? Take care of the house. Okay, that's a hard gig, man. Take care of those kids, the household. Say, Tig and I were Tig and uh, I were to go out in Broken Arrow one weekend. What 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 should we do in Broken Arrow? Where do you go in Broken Arrow for fun? Um. Well, there's a coffee shop called Lauren A. Baking Company that I go to. It's nice. Your best friend owns that, doesn't she? <laughs> All right. She does not care for you, Tug. I get it. I, <laughs> hey, I'm with her. I, I completely understand. Jessica, uh, this is going to be an easy quiz today. I'm just going to ask you some very easy questions. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Up first, what famous general had the last name Bonaparte? Napoleon. Napoleon is absolutely right. And yeah, he conquered Europe. Did he? I don't even know what that guy did for real. What did he do, Tug? He's French. What did he do? Well, he tried to, you know, conquer Europe. Then he lost at Waterloo. That's what I know. Okay. So Tug also doesn't really know much about Oh, they, they You know what they did? At the end of his life, they made him live on an island all by himself with another lady. Yeah, so what a punishment. Gosh, oh, man. <laughs> it's like, we're going to put you on an island, but we're going to give you a lady to live with. <laughs> And again, she hates you, Tug. Jessica yeah, does not like care for you. Ooh, um, Jessica, what what place in the U.S. is known as Motor City? Detroit. Detroit is absolutely right. 
Jessica, what is the most common word in the English language? And? It's not and. Ty, why don't you help her out? A. A. I don't think A is a word, is it? Wouldn't it be technically a word? I don't think so. What, what do you mean it's not a word? Well, it's not A and it's if, not and. If you look in the dictionary, A is a word. It's not A, it's not and. What else could it be? The? The, yes. Jessica, A is what? a word. Okay. All right. Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> Jessica, what is the Spanish word for hello? Hola. Hola. What former Iraqi leader was executed in 2006? Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein is correct. Oh, let's do one more here. What is the biggest U.S. state by land area? Oh. Uh, What'd you say? Alaska. Alaska is correct. Well, you got every single one right except for the... Uh, she didn't get... Ty, please, I can't. Oh. She didn't get that one right. Which one did she miss? She missed the uh, most common word in the English language. But I say that that was a flawed question because the word A is a word. There's no doubt it's a word, but it's not the most common word in the English language. How do you say A isn't the most common word? A is in every sentence you write. That's crazy. How? No, it's not. You're telling me you can't write a sentence without the word A? Pretty much. Jessica, I'm sorry, but I can't propose to you. All right. Gosh, I'm devastated. You don't, well, you don't care for us, do you, Jessica? At all. <laughs> I do care for you. What what other like morning show do you listen to? I know you're probably just listening for these tickets, but what who are who are you listening to other than us? Well, who's your favorite? You are the only two. Your phone broke out. Say <laughs> again. Oh, you are the only ones I listen to. Oh, that can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> That or CDs. Okay. Uh, Jessica, you're going to be going to Eric Church. And who are you going to take, Jessica? My husband. There you go. Look at that. Oh, what's, what's his name? Travis. Oh. Travis Meyer. <laughs> Tra is Travis Meyer? No, it's not Travis Meyer. How, hey. how long have y'all been married? Um, 20 years. Oh. <laughs> What are you going to do for Valentine's Day? I don't know yet. Oh. What, well, wait, you got to do something for him, too. Right. Well, what do yeah, you think? Just... You haven't planned it out? You're worse than Ty. I don't think he's got any idea what he's going to do yet. And Valentine's Day is on Monday. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I'm just going to go jump in the river, Ty. <laughs> yeah, she lady she does, does not like, like talking me. to us yeah, at all. I'm done. All, all right. right. Jessica, thanks for, thanks for calling. Uh, I got a question for Jessica, actually. Do you, uh, do you have furniture in your house, Jessica? Yes. Yeah, you got like a couch and a bed and stuff like that? Yeah. Well, if you ever consider like, hey, man, we need to upgrade maybe the, hey, after 20 years and Valentine's Day. How about uh, Snow's Furniture? Snow's Furniture, locally owned right here in town. You like locally owned, don't you? You don't want to give all your money to fat cats on Wall Street, do you, Jessica? Right, I do like a locally owned. There we go. go. That's right. Well, Snow's Furniture, locally owned since 1978. And here's the cool thing about uh, what they did at Snow's Furniture. They ordered extra stuff, and they, like, got ahead of these shipping delays. So they're, they're stocked up, and the couch you see is the couch you can take home today or have it delivered. How about that? Uh, Snow's Furniture. This February, Ty, it's the month of love, and Barry guarantees two things. First of all, he guarantees the lowest prices. Yeah. And secondly, Barry will personally make love to each piece of furniture before it goes out of the showroom.
Oh, so I was waiting to see <laughs> who made somebody, a sound yeah, first. Somebody said something, yes. <laughs> some, so, some noise. Uh, and uh, they'll get you finance at Snow's <laughs> Furniture. It's uh, 12 months, no interest. Snow's Furniture is online and on Facebook. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. my friends when it comes to her. When it comes to him, never again. Wow, how about that one? That's from Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson. It's never say never. On 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning to you, Daniel. It's 804. The song is called Never Say Never. And, Tiger, I got to say, you did something last night I thought you would never do, and I, f- I found it to be despicable. Despicable. I did something despicable. You absolutely did. Uh, If you saw News on 6 last night or maybe even this morning, you'll see that Tig and I went out to St. Francis Hospital, Muskogee, and we passed out Chick-fil-A sandwiches to the frontline workers. Mm -hmm. And we received an email that said, hey, uh, you know, just letting you know, we just got just enough Chick-fil-A sandwiches. They were so generous. They gave us 400, but it's just enough for all the employees. Uh, Please don't consume one. Okay. And in a shameful act of defiance, once we were there, Tig stole one of the sandwiches. You stole from the frontline workers at St. Francis Hospital, Muskogee. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, don't you think that medical professionals are in the the business of taking care of patients? They are, yes. And, and are looking out for their health. Mm-hmm. I was hungry. I think they probably would have let me have a sandwich. I didn't see that email where it said that I couldn't have a sandwich. So our company sent an email out, said, this is for St. Francis. Don't eat one. Just said, hey, you know, let, let's, you know, let's, you know, let's ration these out correctly. And you, uh, you stole from frontline workers. I mean, who does that? Okay. So in full disclosure, I was a little hungry. I, yeah, no duh. And, uh, and I would not have taken a sandwich, but I kind of, there was, Chick-fil-A was so incredibly generous that as I kind of like was doing the math in my head, mm-hmm. I said, we've only got like a half hour left here and we still got tons of sandwiches and I did take one and I walked into a corner and ate it out of sight. Why did you go everybody. hide then like Smeagol and Lord of the Rings? Why did you go hide and well, squat down like, and eat your sandwich if you, if you didn't think you were doing anything wrong? Well, they were putting us on television. Okay. And I didn't want to be on camera eating. Of course you didn't. And so I went around the corner and ate Re- in shame. Replace the word eating with stealing a sandwich from frontline <laughs> workers during a pandemic. Well, I didn't know that was a rule because we've done many, many broadcasts away from the radio station. And like, for example, on weekends, sometimes we might be at a car dealership and they bring pizza. And we always will ourselves eat a slice of pizza. And I, that's what, what I thought was going on. We're all in the, the thing together. Uh, no disrespect to car dealers. I will s- steal a slice of their pizza. But I just couldn't bring myself to steal from frontline workers during steal. the COVID pandemic. Okay. And what are you going to have for lunch today? Are you going to go buy an orphanage and steal like their sandwiches <laughs> maybe, too? Or? Maybe if I brought them, I'll yeah. take one. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Sorry. And then, you know, yeah. to add insult to injury, I was talking to the everybody there that worked the, at the hospital and they, I said, we're, we're not in Muskogee often. Where should we go eat? Because we were at St. Francis in Muskogee. Yes. And hands down, everybody there said, oh, you got to go to this place called Runt's. I said, Runt's? What is that? They're like, it's a barbecue place, but they have steak and things like that. Everybody there raved about Runt's. Did they not? That was the number one thing they wanted us to do. And it was close by. Very I close think that's by. probably where they go grab lunch and dinner if you're working right. there. So I thought, oh, me and my buddy will go have a little dinner together. And we go uh, we go to Runt's. I place my order. And what did you have at Runt's? I didn't eat. 
Because I had already eaten that Chick-fil-A sandwich. You were filled with stolen sandwich from the frontline workers yeah. that you then disrespected the people at Runts by not eating. And I got sick of sitting with you because, you know, I'm not eating. I have nothing going on. Yeah. So I just head outside and just yeah, meander. Just su such a great friend that we're having at dinner today. Oh, I'm eating and he's just sitting there and then he goes out and meanders around the parking lot of Runts for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and before that, Tig, now I hate to be telling on you so much this morning, but before that, we were in Runts and there were two, like, tables talking across the uh, way from each other. And Tig's craning his neck trying to get up all in their business. Good grief. Well, there was one table, and there was another table, and they had a conversation, like, kind yeah. of across us. And I, I was enjoying the you conversation. You were 100. You, yeah. zero, you spoke zero words to me, but you were all about their yeah. conversation. Runtz has got a lot of gossip and delicious food. Yeah, how would you know? How was the parking lot at Runtz that you meandered around while, you're, I, while I your buddy sat there? I the parking lot at oh, Runtz. you did? Yeah. <laughs> it was convenient. <laughs> was it? It was nice, serene, quiet. I, I got to tell you, I love Runs, but you got you to gotta change that name. What do you mean? You can't call it Runs. Yeah, you can. I like that because it sticks out. Yeah, I guess you're right. I what will never forget like Runs. Daniel's Barbecue? How's that exciting? That sounds phonetically more appealing as far as food goes. Runs is good. What does Runs mean? Is that... I imagine it means a uh, runt to me is either... Uh, isn't that the the littlest of the a litter, bottom of the litter, right? Right, or yeah. that candy from back in the day. You remember it's called runts. Well, I like it. It sticks out. And by the way, we're talking about runts, and I'll remember runts for the rest of my life. Next time you're, I would remember Daniel's barbecue joint. Um, then we were we were, uh, who was the uh, storm tracker that was with us last night? His name was Ron. He's one of the storm trackers, and he's. I asked him about this place we saw on the way into Muskogee. He works at News on Six. He's one of those guys that. Like when there's snow events, you see his little picture at the bottom of the screen, and he's out driving in it. Well, if it's a storm, he's chasing the storm. Yeah. You don't, you don't chase snow, Tug. Well, they have. You think out? Ron's just what on television with his tongue out, like catching snowflakes? If there's a, a tornado, he's one of those storm trackers. All right. Name was Ron, and we had once gone through Muskogee and saw this place called All In Tavern. So Tig and I went in there, and it was just Tig and I and the bartender. Mm hmm. Then last night he said, oh, no, 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 a lot of folks go to All In Tavern. I was like, yeah, right, Ron. We rode by there after runs, jam-packed. On a uh, Wednesday night, yeah. too. So we got to get down to Dan Muskogee Listen, more. Daniel is all upset because I had a babysitter, and I had to get home by a certain time. And I'm like, you know, we're, we were done at the hospital. I was like, let's go. I, I've got to get back to Tulsa because I've got this babysitter. And he wants to go eat barbecue and carry on and, you know, hang out with me and stuff. And then I'm surprised you didn't pull into that bar. What is it called? All in Tavern. Yeah. But you did pass it, thank God. I was thinking about it. But, yeah, w when you're in Muskogee and you, you live in Tulsa and you're, you got to go eat something. You don't, I don't see how you go to a place you, you, you're not familiar with and don't explore the city a little bit. I did. I walked around that parking lot. Walking around the parking lot of Runts is not exploring the city. Well, I looked at other buildings. <laughs> You're right. You were so satisfied with stolen sandwich from frontline workers that you just yeah. had a little walk around the Runtz parking lot, and then we were out of there. But Runtz, I'm surprised uh, you didn't want to stop by All In Tavern to drink several whiskeys to forget your guilt and tremendous shame that you had by stealing from no, frontline workers. I felt fine. I didn't know that I stole. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I know, and since I've like got an email about it that I didn't read, I feel like I'm in trouble. So, And you're a rat getting on the radio talking about this. After you get off the air today, are you going to go by that uh, John 316 mission and steal some sleeping bags? If they have more than they need. <laughs> get out of here.
Okay. <laughs> and uh, the food at Runts, if you had to give it like a stars. I'm going to go ahead and give it about an 8 out of 10. Good stuff. Any stuck in your teeth? No, I, uh, I brushed I my teeth stuff. this morning. Oh, you did? Because you learned a good lesson from your dentist, I guess. That's true. Dr. Hugh McDougall, listen, if you've had Runts, you're going to need to get those teeth cleaned eventually. When's the last time you've been to the dentist, Doug? Uh, yeah, pretty pretty regularly. That sounds like a lie. You better go see my dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall. Listen, why don't you like to go to the dentist? Just be honest. Why don't you like to go? I'm scared. Scared? You don't have to be scared with Dr. Hugh McDougall. This guy is a very gentle and patient dentist. In fact, uh, I went to the dentist there, and I hadn't been in a long time, and I went and saw him. And then he even called me that afternoon. He's like, hey, man, you all right? I was like, yeah, I'm good. Calls you after. Just to check on you. Like, who does that? Name any other person. A doctor? Doc, anybody. Nobody calls, like, how you doing? I, in fact, I thought, I was like, hey, what is he up to? I thought he was trying to, like, tell me my car warranty was out or something. <laughs> but he's not. No, he's yeah. just like a great guy, very nice, a great dentist. If you don't completely love your smile, he can fix it, whether you need, like, just one tooth straightened or all of them straightened or a crown or veneer, anything like that. Dr. Hugh McDougall does it all. Not going to scare you, not going to hurt you. Just Google McDougall. That's M-C-D-O-U-G-A-L-L-D-D-S.com. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull is today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Daniel claims that uh, last night I stole from frontline workers, the people out there getting it done, COVID in the hospitals, because we had visited a hospital in Muskogee last night, St. Francis, and we brought... Uh, like 400 Chick-fil-A sandwiches. I ate one, and you claimed that I stole from the people. We got an email that said, hey, uh, we've Chick-fil-A was generous enough to give us just enough sandwiches for all the frontline workers. Please don't uh, eat them. Please don't give two away. Kind of ration these out. And Tig then steals from the frontline workers during one sandwich. a pandemic, and I think it's despicable. Okay. All right. Hey, good morning. It's uh, I know this is Officer Chris with us. Okay, so... Uh you stole from those poor nurses. Frontline workers, Chris, you heard it here. That's And, ho- that's and you know, I was going to say, I got a first-class ticket right down the street where he can get a free bologna sandwich if he'll steal from those guys. He would. He would. <laughs> David L. Moss, how about that? This is oh, horse Please. Hey, don't say that. <laughs> I didn't steal I wish you could come arrest him and hit him, and hit him about the genitals with your nightstick. I got a nightstick, and it is big and black. <laughs> so to reset this here, Daniel claims that I stole from the hospital workers. Frontline workers. Okay. So because we brought Chick-fil-A sandwiches to them last night in Muskogee at St. Francis Hospital. Now, I, I kind of surveyed Chris. He, Chris is a, a man of law. And I surveyed the, the landscape of the Chick-fil-A sandwiches and, and figured out that we had an excess. So I, I took one and ate it. Mm, I mean, I, you know, I think they have an excess of meals down there at the jail, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I can get a lot of free meals down there, can I? <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I bring you a sack lunch right now. I'm right down the street. <laughs> now, not only am I in trouble at work, because we got an email that said we were not allowed to eat the sandwiches. But, of course, I didn't read that email. And uh, secondly, mm. now I'm in trouble with the uh, the strong the arm of the law. Enforcement, yeah, yeah. How's it? How is it going out there? Are things uh, calm down, or what? How's it? How's it on the streets these days? It's it's you know it has its days and it has its night. Last night was a little busy, but hey, we're going home now. Oh, you so you work all throughout the night, huh? All throughout the night, the dark. When you hear the bump in the night, here I come to save you. Are you like Batman? Are you like squat on uh, the edges of buildings? 
I sit on top of the BOK Center. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good place to be. A lot of people watching down there. I got to tell you, if I was committing a crime, I looked up and saw uh, Officer Chris up there squatting on a building. I'm just going to go home, packing it in. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I hope Ty does some soul searching and... uh, you know, finds a way to repay it. Maybe takes Daniel to lunch or, or something. Uh, let let me ask you to just pray for him, Chris. <laughs> I, I will do my best. I don't know if I'm the best person for that, but I know people that can. Or send good vibes or whatever you can do. Apparently, Daniel thinks I'm uh, he thinks I'm in distress as a human being. I mean, hey, I did graduate from a Christian school, so I may, I, maybe I have a little po- power up there, but we'll, we'll see. I'll try to get better. I will... Um, I'll learn to not steal from frontline workers who have worked through a pandemic and <laughs> save lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, hey guys. You guys have right. a good uh, thanks. day. Thanks. Officer Chris, thanks, See man. Ya. That was awesome. And, you know, Officer Chris, he's out there protecting us from other people. But you know who protects us from bugs? Oh, gosh. And rodents. Emco. And termites. Emco Pest Control. That's right. Emco Termite and Pest Control here in uh, this area since 1964. And you don't think about it. You see, hey, they're termite pests, but, you know, they can also take care of your lawn. There's things called winter weeds that come up. I was out and I, I saw some the other day. They came by and treated. Now, my lawn is already, I know it sounds weird, but it's already looking better. It's because MCO can treat your lawn in time for spring. And also, one of the, like, literally, you know how there's things in life that you go, that wasn't that expensive, but it was like a game changer. Mm-hmm. And that's the mosquito treatment. And I go, how in the world can they, like, keep mosquitoes out of my yard? I'll go over to my friend's house, get eaten alive, come back to my house, I'm fine. So you have all that nice furniture outside. You might have a pool. You might have a fire pit. You can't go out there and enjoy it if you're getting eaten up by bugs. Well, Emco Termite Pest Control can take care of that, too. They're professionals, and you don't want them spraying some type of dangerous chemicals in there that's going to hurt your kids or your pets. They don't do none of that. Don't. Never tell you about that time my dad went oh, to the hardware please store. Please don't do this again. And he got some, like, weird chemical. It's outlawed now, and he poured it all up under the house, and we never saw I never saw another bug there for, like, 30 years. Now, my dad did turn into a eunuch shortly after that. <laughs> he did? Yeah. <laughs> he lost all his testosterone? He Every bit. He's oh, a okay. eunuch now. He now sings in a choir in Europe. Oh, wow. Okay. For the so, king. So it did work, but it had a downside Side to it. Side effects. Emco, uh, everything they use safe for people, safe for dogs. You can get started with EmcoPC.com. That's EmcoPC.com.